Predator franchise is back with its best movie since the original. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's Self indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about prey which is the recent uh entry into the predator franchise and there's been a fair amount of hype around this and i think just generally word of mouth has been very strong of it and i can see why i watched this uh, friday morning basically right after it came out and thoroughly enjoyed it so without further ado let's get started the Predator franchise has been on shaky ground ever since its first film. The original is a bona fide sci-fi action classic with a great premise, an alien that hunts the greatest human hunters, and put the and put the action star known for his size and strength, Arnold, against a foe he couldn't outmuscle or outshoot. But since then, the ideas have been lackluster. Either they have attempted to expand Predator lore while trying a new location, a la Predator 2, or had the big fella face off against bigger and badder enemies to show off how awesome he is. When really, all you need for a solid Predator movie is a solid location, a different version of the villain, and perhaps a story. Enter the Hulu exclusive, Prey. Taking place in the early 1700s, the film follows a young Comanche warrior named Nehru, who dreams of joining her brother in the hunting party, despite her family's misgivings. But Nehru will, have to, will get her chance, because a predator far more deadly than the nearby mountain lions, bears, and trappers has just touched down. So, Prey is the first Predator movie since the original that can be called good without any qualifiers. I like Predators, but it is definitely leaning into the B-movie approach in tone, character, and definitely dialogue. And other films in the franchise could be viewed as fun, but not good. And I'm very thankful that Prey is good, not only because all of our leads are native actors, but because this gives future filmmakers a blueprint for Predator success. So, step one is have an actual story. One of the big, one of the biggest problems with the Predators movies is that they don't really have a story. Like, sure, they have a general frame of things that happen, but it's like you can look at each one of these movies and go... It's not like you can go at, look at any one of these movies and go, oh yeah, solid arc here. The original didn't need one, because the combo of action and horror was enough. There was enough tension in wondering whether any of this bunch of badasses would make it out alive. But for any other go-rounds, emotional investment is a good thing, and pray has that. The main thrust of this movie is about Nehru coming into her own and becoming the hunter she believes herself to be. The movie takes time at the beginning to show Nehru training herself and includes a number of pointed conversations with her brother and mother about what she is and isn't good at. No one wants to be her to be a hunter, but she both wants to and feels like she can be. The film introduces the idea of a hunting ritual where young warriors prove themselves, and this is Nehru's version of it, which means Nehru's early failures as her brother and the predator take on the aggressive wildlife are both terrifying but also personal setbacks. It means the film has emotional investments beyond survive. Step two, add some variety. Another problem with the Predator movies is that they tend to lean very heavily on our bad guy and good guy using familiar tricks. The Predator's laser cannon and using mud to cover up the heat are a good example. And this is where the 1700s setting plays to the film's advantage. Because this version of the Predator has advanced technology, but it mostly relies on its own strength, skill, and melee weapons. 
For instance, that laser pistol doesn't fire lasers, it fires something like arrows. Not only does that level the playing field, level the playing field for Nehru and her allies, but it also means the film features a lot less hide-and-seek and a lot more hand-to-hand -hand bouts, which is really fun. We also get to see the extent of the Predator's strength and agility, which is something the films have kind of glossed over. His full intro to Nehru is one of the most badass things this character has ever done. On Nehru, the film points out her skill as a warrior, but even more so her skill as a tactician and her powers of observation. She's the first one who spots the Predator, despite the cloaking device, and she's constantly piecing together information and finding out ways to escape her predicaments. Also, her solution to cloak herself for the Predator is one of my favorite little details. Which brings us to bringing the action and those details. The Predator franchise has never been afraid of action. Unfortunately, it hasn't learned the lesson that the original director, John McTiernan, wanted audiences to learn. When Art Arnold's crew pumps bullets into the forest for minutes on end to no effect. This isn't actually a big gun franchise, it's a cat and mouse franchise which means that each scene should play less like a firepower face-off and more like two creatures trying to hunt one another and get a, get a leg up, either via tactics or technology. Prey does this really well by showing a slow but steady escalation for the Predator. First it's observing and taking out natural predators, then it's taking out, then it's taking out one armed warrior, then it's taking out multiple warriors, then it's taking out a bunch of French trappers with guns, all of which features the Predator operating as a physical force versus a technological force. This is also the first time the franchise has emphasized agility, so Nehru and her brother jump around the Predator, hack at it, retreat, and go back in. It's really cool. We've also got a ton of attention paid to background details that films like this tend to pass over, like how the Comanche pieced together a stretcher for a fallen warrior or the curses hidden in French. There's so much more care put into this movie, and there's also a very good dog. The verdict is that it's great stuff, with a badass cast of native peoples in the lead roles, solid action, a great spin on the premise, and a very good boy, Prey gets a solid recommendation. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.